Challenge Yourself podcast is so excited to be bringing this series for May, Winning Women, Living Life on Purpose. We've talked to women all across the world. We've talked to women in various states in the United States. We've just been talking to women, winning women, women who are leaders. We wanted to focus on that and we have done just that. We've talked to Catherine from the United Kingdom. And she talked about a life of hardship and growing to be one of the top corporate executives uh, in her area. We've talked to Anna about faith and, and not only faith during the time of a pandemic, but faith overall, faith uh, in love, faith in just, just walking in your purpose, even when they say you can't do it. We've talked with Jacqueline about business and developing your business and brand. She is the brand expert. We've talked to so, so many. And Tammy, we love you for your recent conversation on trauma and healing invisible wounds. Tammy is um, a, a psychotherapist and expert in dealing with trauma. We've also talked with this next guest who is definitely not from the United States. And you'll hear that as soon as you hear her talk. Um, But she is what I would call an emerging leader. Someone who is going to set this world on fire. And as soon as you hear her talk, you'll understand why I say that. And then right after this podcast episode show with her, we will move into our last woman winning woman for May. And I'm telling you, I'm so excited for this week of podcastry. That's what I call it. Podcastery. It's going to be incredible. And so for this entire amount of time of May, you can take these episodes and shows and listen to them over and over, motivate yourself to go higher. And we hope that you do. So without further ado, we present to you our amazing next guest. I'm not going to tell you who, but I will tell you, she's definitely not from the United States. And we definitely had about a 14 hour time difference, okay, in doing this incredible session, incredible conversation, incredible shows upcoming. And we'd love it if you left us a message at Anchor dot fm slash bold standards let us know what you think let us know how you connect with these conversations for winning women may and particularly for this upcoming conversation because it's incredible and without further ado i bring you a conversation on motivation and coaching and Veganite? Is that how you say it? Anyway, let's go. And this. Wait, when do I come in? Is a check. Wait, what is this? <laughs> it's not a check. Hi, I'm Ashley. And I'm Joy, and this. Wait, when do I come in? Is a Weird Friends production. <laughs> Welcome to the Challenge Yourself Podcast. Two friends, one in mental health 
and one in public health decided to get together in the midst of a mind-blowing pandemic to bring you short but mighty daily messages to lift and encourage your spirit. Tune in. Yep. And challenge yourself. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Welcome to the uh-huh. challenge. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one more time. <laughs> hello, hello, podcast lands. Welcome back, everyone. And well, welcome to everyone who is new. Oh my goodness. If you've been following us, you know we've been in this winning women month of may and we have had several dynamic interviews with amazing women in leadership of all capacities in all areas across the globe and so today oh my goodness i am so excited about this interview i won't tell you who she is yet um because i actually have a question that i would like to ask her and then i will give you a little bit of her background so my question to you are mystery guests so far and and you guys out there in podcast land i want you to guess and, and really leave us a message or comment guess where she's from by my question okay so i have heard of something called vegemite now i have never had this delicacy that i hear of now i hear it's a delicacy and, and <laughs> i'm just wondering what is it and is it tasty? Should I try this? Look, I think it is worth the shot because you only live once, so why not? Oh, that's right. That yeah, exactly. So it is. It's a huge delicacy here, um, in my mystery land. Um, <laughs> it is. It's a very, very unique, savory spread. It's mm. made from um, leftover brewer's yeast extract, actually. So. Oh, cool. I don't even know where they even came up with this. So that's very interesting in itself. And it's just the most, it's like a salty, bitter flavor and you don't need a lot of it. You just need, like at the edge of your of your knife, you just spread it on toast and you're good really? to go. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Mm, oh, wow. It's interesting. You it's make a good point with that because I wonder how they discovered that too. Like, was it just leftovers, you know, sludge one day and they said, oh, let, I'm hungry. Let me try this. I do. That's a good Possibly. I'm, I'm a huge believer that that's probably along the lines of how it happened. Oh. But yeah, I, yeah, it's, it's very, it's very interesting. Wow. Do you guys have it over there? Is it in the States at all? It, have I, I feel I, like I, I saw like it one I time in a store. I don't oh, feel okay. like I've seen it anywhere. I <laughs> let me tell you where I saw it. Now, I could be wrong. Uh-huh. Hey everyone. Hi everyone. Welcome to the Challenge Yourself Podcast. This is, <laughs> this is Joy, by the way. So let me just say, all right. There was outrage when Tom Hanks spread it over an entire bit of toast. Okay. There was <laughs> outrage. That's all. I think that was what it was. Really? He, I think he's used too much of it or something. Was mm. that it? It was something. Yeah. Um, that, that's risky. That's very risky. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, that's good to know, though. Yeah, it's not, it's, it's a very, it's a very dense taste. It's quite, yeah, oh. you'll notice it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, my wow. God. Well, for all of our listeners out there, if you try Vegemite and you have not had it, you use the tip of the knife. 
across your toes. Do not put a glob. This is not jelly. This is no. not jam. This is not butter. Okay. So just be careful. Just be <laughs> careful. Guys, that's right. That, thank you so much for that because I would have been one to mess myself up and put a glob. So, <laughs> you know, I'm country, y'all. So I would have done that. So thank you. <laughs> oh my goodness. And so if you all have not figured it out yet, our guest is from the land down under. Hey, Australia. <laughs> He's actually from Melbourne. You, is, am I saying it correctly? Melbourne? That's right. Melbourne. Yes. That's right. I Melbourne. Heard you say it before. Melbourne. I got it right. Melbourne. I'm so excited today, guys, as you can see. And I'm actually very excited to introduce our guest. Um, she and so I'm still not going to tell you guys her name anyway. Uh, <laughs> she's Melbourne, Australia, and she actually is an aspiring motivation and confidence coach. And I really love her background, and I think her story is really going to encourage you all today because she actually has a background, um, an undergrad degree in biomedical sciences. So how unique is that? And so you know she's gone on a journey that actually you know led her to having experience with coaches. She's sat in rooms with, you know, world-class leaders. She's done different seminars. Um, she's attended them at, both in Australia and the United States. So, hey, she's been here to see us too. And mm -hmm. so she's just really an amazing young lady. And I'm so excited to introduce to you all today, Ms. Kula Rufus. Hey! Yay. Thank yes. you so much for having me, you girls. I'm so excited to be on your podcast. Oh, uh, honestly, you. I was looking forward to this and joy when I received your message. I was, oh my God, finally, because we've been talking about <laughs> been talking so about long. It. Oh so my long. goodness. And what better way? Thank you so yes. much. Right. Thank I mean, you. literally, we're, we're like, it is, what is it? 5.51 in east coast time and it's morning it's already sunday morning over where you are wow it and, is. yeah like in yeah. the morning like what would it be almost eight o'clock over there that's right it's almost eight o'clock in the morning here now wow. that's exactly right yeah the sun's come out it's beautiful oh wow i know <laughs> it is i love it i yeah. cannot wait to to visit and yeah. so I'm just going to go ahead and invite myself, just so you know. Oh, you have to, <laughs> both of you. Oh, you're, oh, oh, definitely, you have to come down and visit. Thank oh, you so, so much. Yes, because I'm coming. To. I'm yeah. coming. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, thing, the benefit of social media is that you can expand your network and your reach so far, right? right? Um, I mean, yeah. we're, we've reached all the way around the world. That's right. Melbourne. I mean, it's, it's crazy. And, and Australia, mm. just, just totally across the world. And yeah. so it can make the world just a little bit smaller. I mean, when I oh. talk to you, I feel like I'm literally sitting at my table with you. Yeah. So yeah. I'm so excited to have you here. <laughs> thank you so much. I'm so happy to be on here with you girls. Thank, oh, thank you. you. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Oh my goodness. That actually, you know, I'm just going to jump into a question here because you mm -hmm. talked about how beautiful it is there. And so I, for our listeners and for us, we just wanted to know, um, is there something that's unique about Australia that maybe we don't know that you could share with us and share with our podcast listeners? 
Sure. There's, there's a few interesting things. Um, for some reason, every time I've traveled overseas and people find out I'm from Australia, they're like, Oh, okay. So do you have like kangaroos for pets and stuff? And I'm like, <laughs> no, not really. Like they're more in the outback, not really in our backyard. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you do see them around, but huh? they're not like in the city. They're more in the outback. Um, but yeah, they're around. So, but we, we don't actually have them as pets, unfortunately. We're beautiful. <laughs> we can't keep them home. So, Aww. yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful country. We've got beautiful beaches. We've oh. got um, the countryside's just amazing. You wow. know, um, the farms. It's it's very scenic. It's it's a beautiful place. And Melbourne's just um, Melbourne's just wonderful. It's um, very picturesque, the city. Mm. Um, It's just amazing. Yeah. It's our city's very unique. Um, If you can handle Melbourne's weather, you can Uh experience like all four seasons in a day. Um, (laughs) So if you can handle Melbourne's weather, you can handle living anywhere in the world. Wow. Um, Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's so intense. It's, yeah. Yeah, well, see here cool. we thought where we are in, in the in North Carolina and yep. the southern part of the United States, we, mm. we think of our weather as very, very uh strange. You know, yep. we've got it's it's rainy like it was a torrential horizontal rain downpour. <laughs> yeah. And mm. then it was like the other day we, we had like 44 degrees, then it was 88. I mean yeah. <laughs> it, we just don't know what's going to happen. And so it's interesting to hear you say that yeah. uh, about Melbourne because I'm like, well, tell me what what is that like? Because I can't. <laughs> I mean, what, what do you have? Uh, you know, a, a lot of wind. Is mm. it is it is it humid? Tell, give us a, a visual of a day there. Mm. Melbourne, yeah. So generally, Melbourne at the moment it's very cold. Um, we're ah. coming into winter next month. Yeah. So at the moment we've had. Uh, a lot of rainy days, very cold days. It already feels like we are in winter. Yeah. I think last weekend we had a little bit of hail and then oh, the sun came oh. out for a bit and then it started raining. So that that's, yeah, <laughs> so you get a bit of a mix. Oh, you do. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting. Wow, that's yeah. incredible. I love it. Just to hear about other places, particularly right now in the midst of a pandemic and oh, yeah. we're not able to go anywhere. You're not able to, you know, really... I mean, obviously we can go travel locally, but I mean, mm. to be able to do anything international, I just love to hear about that. And I think it's mm. a great way just to even start to to talk about what's going on in our lives, just to kind of envision and visualize ourselves being somewhere else. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. That's that's exactly right. right. Yeah. Give us a bit of a change of scenery. A change yeah. of scenery. Like being me somewhere else. Melbourne. Right. Valley, the Maldives. So, so <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, sounds wonderful. You know, I just I feel like <laughs> I feel like we've gotten kind of a glimpse of this. And actually, you know, I'm I'm thinking a little bit more. So now are you were you born and raised in Melbourne or is that just where you live now? So I was born in a little little town um outside of Sydney. It was, oh. um, yeah, so in between Canberra and Sydney, I was born in a little town called Young, but my family had moved back to Melbourne just a couple of weeks after I was born. Oh. Um, so I've been in Melbourne, yeah, since, so I guess you can say born and raised in Melbourne. Um, I've been here, yeah, all my life. Wow. It's home. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh my, so what was it like growing up? In, I mean, I know Australia is your home, obviously, <laughs> but what was it like growing up in Australia? You know, did you have certain things that you dreamt of? What are some things, some memories that you have, if you will? I had, um, it, it was a very beautiful childhood. Um, it was, you know, it wasn't that anything was restricted from you. I mean, it's it's a very young country and there's opportunities everywhere. And, mm. you know, it's you've got easy access to everything. So I'm very grateful and very fortunate to have... Um, to, to live here, you know, to have been raised here. Um, it's always, you know, if you had a dream or, you know, there's something that you wanted to achieve um, as, a, as a child, you know, the, the, the support's always around. Um, yeah, that, that possibility, that hope, it's, you don't feel so confined. Um, yeah, so, you know, for, for me especially, like... Um, as I got older, you know, transitioning from what I thought um, I wanted to do with my studies and then to where I ended up, you just think, wow, like you couldn't even fathom, you know, you think you're going to go down one path and then life takes you um, on a complete different road and it's, and it's okay, like it's possible. You've got the, the, the ability to keep going. So I'm very grateful for that. The, the restrictions aren't around, do you know what I mean, to sort of limit your yeah. dreams. So, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's amazing. You know, I want to ask, before we really jump into some, you know, deeper questions, I'm curious, mm. you talked about how you all are not restricted, and that, I mean, that just really hit me, and you talked about how the younger generation, I guess, what did you say, it's a young country, and that, mm -hmm. I actually didn't know that, um, and so, you know, just a question to you, Kula, what mm. generation would you say that you're in, and I ask it like that because... There have been so many conversations about who's a millennial, who's this, who's that. So I'm curious, what generation would you say that you're in? Well, I think of myself, and and this this is where it gets a little bit funny. I think of myself as an old soul, right? Uh -huh. But I I I'm a millennial. Okay. So it's, it's, I'm in between two worlds, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like I'm, you try and you've got the pros and cons of both sides, which uh -huh. is great, yeah. but you, you're trying to sort of do one thing and, and, and sort of escalate and elevate yourself in one area of your life. But you've got like this other thing that's pulling you back and it's like, Oh my God, like, I'm trying to move forward, but I'm taking uh -huh. a step back at the same time. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, yep. It's like with, with social media at the moment, um, I, I think it's a fantastic way for, for people to connect, like in our case, you know, yeah. um, we're oceans apart and then we're here today on a podcast. It's, exactly. It's yeah, it, it's, it's wonderful. But I think that um, for possibly younger generations, mm -hmm. um, I think it's seen as a reality it can be misinterpreted a little bit um and that's where i think my my old soul comes in and it's like for me it's it's more um i see it more as a platform not so much as how reality is mm. do you know what i mean like you try yeah. you don't want to confuse the two and Ooh, that's yeah. good that is yeah really, that's huge that's yeah. a platform 
mm-hmm. and not reality. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we need to, I, that's a whole mood in itself. That's powerful. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. We need to mm-hmm. say that again. I mean, social media <laughs> as a platform and, and not like real life, like, you know, like the real, real, Yeah, it's a, it's a place where, you know, where, when I think of platform, I think mm-hmm. of a place where I can, you know, hopefully help other people grow as I'm growing. I, mm-hmm. I think of a place right. where, you know, I can, can, you know, talk about, you know, things that, that are important, that, that, that can, you know, change people's lives, mm-hmm. like even a place to laugh, to yeah. grow, to learn. Right. But right. it's, it, but to make it a real life thing, mm-hmm. what I see among a lot of younger, like younger generation Z mm-hmm. That's uh, right. is this yeah. idea of, I, everything, life and death is, you know, on social media. Like if I'm not living, have this amount of money, like, mm-hmm. uh, just throw out someone, Kylie Jenner or, mm-hmm. or, you know, mm-hmm. some of the, some of the celebrities, if I'm not living large like that, then my life doesn't matter. And there are a lot of people that tend to compare that way. And that's, there's danger in that and young yeah. people really doing yes. that and, 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 or you can use your mm-hmm. social media to, uh, you know, to uplift as a platform mm-hmm. to talk mm-hmm. and share your story, you can use it to connect. But then when it starts to become, you know, I, I'm, it's 24 seven for me. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, I'm like, what, what else are you? Tell me some of your other hobbies. Yeah. Like, right. When they come in, you know, to see me for example, I'm like, what else do you do? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. It's so, I think the word influencer now has taken yeah. a whole new meaning. Yeah. And yeah, I think, I think it's starting to take over a little bit. And that's one thing that, you know, you want to keep your career and for me personally, I'd like to keep my career and my personal life separate. Mm. What you do on social media, you know, is fantastic for you to grow a business and for you to get noticed. But you don't want to confuse and you don't want to mislead people, especially the younger generations, because right. you're planting seeds, yeah? And you want yeah. to be careful what, what you plant and how, how that's cultivated and how that's taken, because... It, it you don't realize how deep the roots actually go. So it, it's very interesting. Mm. It's very, very interesting, you know, t- trying to sort of grow a business and trying to, and Joy, you, I'm, I'm sure you can agree to this as yeah. well, trying to grow a business and trying to escalate and elevate and interact with people yeah. um, sort of globally, you know, yeah. and then you, you don't want to sort of set that false, um, yeah. that false image. You want yeah. to sort of stay grounded, but then you've got to be on a level where you have to get noticed. Yeah. 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 Yes. Which is, it has its, it has its, <laughs> it has its really bright moments. And then it's really yeah. moments where you're like, wait, have I reached anyone today? And yeah. I have to remind myself, you know, my purpose extends beyond, yes. you know, the phone or this app or whatever. My purpose is bigger you know, it's even, even larger. And I, and I, and I always want to tell myself that to keep myself mm-hmm. from looking so much at numbers and, mm-hmm. you know, who did, how many, but more so, you know, what is the quality of my interactions? 
you know, creating space right. for people to, again, like we were talking about learning, growing, connecting, collaborating, yeah. like we're all yeah. three coming together, collaborating today uh, right. on this podcast, yeah. sharing good, we, you know, we get to talk with you and learn uh, from you. And it's just, it's in a unique opportunity. And, and so you really brought up a good point just right off the bat. I'm, I'm inspired. Oh right Yeah. Now. I'm, I'm inspired. <laughs> yeah. That was a huge mm. nugget. Oh that God. was. That was a nugget. We love it. We love that was it. a good nugget. Oh, that was. That was. And so that mm. that and and you know brings us to another question that we had. You know, as we were talking about you mm. and mm. and talking about what we wanted to you know, ask and and we want to ask everything. Of course, we want to know everything. I know, right? We know it all, but. <laughs> you you said in your in your bio, you mentioned thinking that you did everything the right way. Like if mm. you had to diagram your life, it was like, mm. okay, I did these things the right way. Mm. What in the right? What was the right way in your opinion um, at that time or in your life when you you know were in the midst of? I'm I'm, I'm guessing. I'm just making a a, a guess of mm. like, you know, you kind of went through the steps that people maybe say you should take to get to a certain mm -hmm. destination. Yes. What was that right way for you? So for me, um, it, it started off when I was um, in my last year of high school. So when I was in year 12, about to finish, and I was applying for my courses at the end of the year. And it all really came down to, well, what do you want to do? And I remember my teachers asking, what is it that you want to do? And I was like, oh my God, what do I want to do for the rest of my life? Like, is that it? I'm 18 years old enough to make a decision for the rest of my life. This is what it comes down to. And, but that's what it seems like, you know, and what you're told usually in school is you go to school, you finish, you go to university, you get your degree, you get a good job and that's it. You're set, you're done. That's your life, right? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you get married, you have kids if that's something you want to do. And then that's it. That, that's life. Then life happens, right? Yep. And I was just like, oh, my God, like, there's so much pressure. I'm 18 and I have to figure out what I want to do for the rest of my life. Like, where, where do you, how at 18 years old, I had alarm bells going off. I'm like, I don't know what I want to do. And they're like, well, you're going to pick something. I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> Where's that book? Let me go through that guide and just see what's available. Oh, and then I'm no. like, yeah, and I'm just reading through things, reading through courses. I'm like, mm -hmm, no, I don't like that. Don't like that. No, no, no. Like it, nothing just ticked my boxes, you know? Yeah. Um, so then I was always really good at science in school. Yeah. So I thought, you know what? I'll apply for for something to do in that field, you know, either biomed or something else, you know. Um, and I actually ended up getting into beauty therapy um, for my wow. first year. Yes, yeah, so that was a bit interesting. Um, I applied for a dermal science, uh, sorry, dermal therapies degree. Wow. Um, and the first year of that was to do beauty therapy. So my first year was to complete beauty therapy and then I'd go on to the bachelor degree for dermal therapies, right? Mm. Oh. So did my first year, did beauty therapy, wasn't really my thing, stuck it out anyway, finished it. And then I was like, you know what, it's not my, my gig. So I'm just going to go ahead and apply for biomed. Um, I was always good at science. Um, even with my, my, my marks in school, I, I used to do really well. So I was like, 
I guess there's no harm in applying for it. Whatever happens, happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so I applied, I got in, and then I was, uh, you know, throughout the, the course of the degree, I was just like, it's good, okay, but I'm not, like, I'm here. Aren't I supposed mm-hmm. to be feeling, like, accomplished? And, yeah. you know, like, I'm on the right, like, I'm doing everything they told me. I, w- I went to school, you know, I got into mm-hmm. university, I'm completing my degree, but I, I don't feel complete I don't feel fulfilled and it, it was just like this weird weird sense of like confusion and like I but, but I did it all you know everything that that I was told to do I followed everyone's instructions and yeah I guess I never took the time to really listen to myself but mm. then the turning point sort of came for me where um throughout my degree I I started traveling right oh, wow. um so I headed over to Europe with a friend of mine um, for about, how long did we go for? I think for about two months, mm. two and a half months. And then I came back a different person. I met wow. people from all over the world and I highly recommend traveling to, if you if anyone has the ability to do it, yeah. do it. You grow and you develop so much as an individual, your life will change. For me, it did. And yeah, I just remember coming home and I'm like, this isn't me. By wow. mid it is not my thing and and just to even say that and acknowledge that out loud was such a huge deal for me because I was always someone that went by the books I was always someone that mm. teachers told me to do something yes done it was it was considered done already you know so um coming back was what was interesting um I finished my degree and I was like this isn't me. I can't see myself sitting in a lab for so many hours, uh-huh. yeah. isolated with like two, three people and, you know, all geared up with like, um, with like uh, scrubs and everything like that, yeah. which is fantastic if you're in that field. I, I, like, I take my hat off to all the researchers out there. Yeah, right. We're doing an amazing job, especially now given we're in a pandemic. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it just wasn't my thing. I think I was more of a, I was more of an extrovert. It's it's just that I needed to get, to wake that um, instinct up, you know. Mm-hmm. And that happened when I travelled, and I came back, and I was just I saw life with a fresh set of eyes, and I was very fortunate to have that experience. And then, yeah, it's, I finished my degree, and then I got into coaching actually. So that was that was interesting. Wow. No, you finished the degree. Now, you know, I've got, let me go ahead and just set this up. I mean, kudos (laughs) to you. I I have to take my hat off real quick. Yeah, it's like literally, like, wait, you finish a degree. Wait, first (laughs) you travel, you finish a degree, (laughs) right? Now, I I remember when I finished my degree, it was (laughs) like, uh okay, I'm not going to be going back home to my parents. I'm going somewhere. And I went (laughs) moved to D.C. So I was like, (laughs) I got to go. But you finished your degree and you were like, okay, no, I know I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm this, the biomedical thing. All right. That, that wasn't quite where I want to be. Mm-hmm. And you, you go into coaching. How in the world did mm-hmm. you find, how, how, tell us, tell us <laughs> about this coaching thing because I mean, my, yeah. and, and I'm going to tell you why I say this because mm-hmm. my mom and my dad and my parents, would have been like, well, well, is that going to pay the bills? Mm-hmm. What, what, what is coaching? How is that? What, <laughs> help, help me understand that. You know what I mean? And so, so for yeah. you, when I hear you say, mm-hmm. well, I went into coaching, I'm thinking, I just feel like I found out about coaching about, about two years ago. I know. I know. 
I really, you know, because of course, you know, you know, coming from a psychology background in terms of, you know, years now, it's been a long time. Uh, I'm not dating myself. When I say a long time, y'all, I'm not talking about 30 years. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, that's, that's different. You, you, you know, that's a whole psychology, you know, everyone had to, a lot of people had to go through a basic psychology course in mm-hmm. in in college uh learning about sigmund freud or what whomever mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. but to to talk about the shift to coaching mm-hmm. is different and how did you even come across that or decide mm-hmm. i want to do that that's like a huge mm-hmm. <laughs> boom i'm sorry boom everyone yeah. on the podcast y'all yeah. love that work <laughs> boom all right done that's right so, yeah, it was a bit of an interesting transition. It didn't happen straight away. Okay. Um, coaching actually found me. So, oh. yeah, it was oh. it was very, very interesting. I had no idea what coaching was. I had no idea what a coach, no idea. Like, if you told me, you know, do you want to be a coach? I would be like, I don't think I'm the right person to coach a team. <laughs> like, I don't think you're, you're you know, <laughs> like a sporting team. I'm probably not the right person for that. Um, but yeah, it's it, basically what happened was, um, for years now I've been, Brendan Michard has been, um, mm. a huge inspiration to me. He's, yeah. he's like my, my guru. I'm every book, every, everything you can imagine. I have a few, like, I love, I love his content. I love how he is as a person. Mm. Um, he's a very humble man. His teachings are, yeah. he's just fantastic. And I had actually signed up to his uh, newsletter on his mailing list. Yeah. And I kept receiving like emails and I bought a few books and all that sort of thing. And I, and just this one day, um, uh, I just kept missing this call from the States, from America. And I'm like, who keeps calling me from America? I'm like, <laughs> it's so weird. It's like I was at work and I couldn't answer. Like, because of the time oh, wow. difference, yeah. yeah. It's, I think we've got 14 hours with between us at the uh-huh. moment. So, right. I th- yeah, so it's like, it's a hit and miss, you know, when someone rings you from the States. And I was like, I don't know anyone in America who's calling me. Yeah. And um, this one day, I vividly remember, um, I've walked out of the shower and I could hear my phone ringing and I've started running and I'm like, it's that number again. <laughs> and, I answer, yeah. and I answer it and they're like, oh, hello. They're like, is this cool? And I'm like, yes. They're like, oh, we're calling from Brendan Bashard's office in America. Wow. And, I'm like, and I'm like, what? Excuse me. <laughs> Like, you know, we, we've seen that, you know, you've been a part of um, the community for a long time and, you know, we were just wondering if you'd be interested in taking part in, in um, a new training we've got um, going on at the moment. And I was like, oh, my God, of wow. course. I, what, what do I need to do? Like, can you give me some more information, <laughs> you know? And basically what happened was... Um, I had, so I had that phone call and then a week later I had to have an interview mm. um, with uh, a coach to sort of see if I qualified for this particular uh, training, just to see if it was for me. Um, and what happened was that was meant to go on for about an hour. I ended up being on the phone with this man for two and a half hours oh and like just crying, just, you know, every emotion just came out, you know, and I remember saying to him specifically, I can see where I want to go mm, yeah. and what I want to achieve. I go, but I feel like I'm in a dome, like I've got a glass dome over me and I'm reaching out and I can't get there. Wow. And he's like, this is for you. 
and the tools, the techniques and all that sort of thing. He goes, this, this, this found you for a reason. And I'm like, oh, because the whole time I was like, give me an answer, you know, like what, what is that I'm supposed to do? I did my degree. Now I'm working in the pharmacy full time. Like I know that I want to help people. That was my only indication of where I wanted. Do you know what I mean? That was the only thing yeah. that I knew that was for certain. As yeah. I, I need to be around people. I want to help them as much as I can with what I have. And, yeah. and yeah, that was how I wanted to make a difference. So I had a coaching call my first coaching call with my coach um, about a week or two after that interview and it just went on from there I was like this is my calling this is what I have to do and that's that's how it sort of came about yeah wow so it's a bit of a a journey yeah (laughs) I love and I love Brendan Burchard oh my yeah let me tell you amazing yeah he is let me just say I he he is incredible just to know that you have that connection is yeah. is is really really great because I love his stuff. Whenever I get mm. a text message from him or I get the email, yeah. mm. and then let me tell you, I just happened. It was a book he came out with, and and it was like, hey, we'll send it to you for free or, or something like mm. that. And I was like, a free book? Sure, I'll take a free book. Why not get the book? And then I was like, oh, a journal too? Oh yeah, I'll get the journal. But you know, what was most important was the message. That's right. He is a person so, so just a person of such humility, just, but, but just the knowledge and the powerful messagery that comes out of him, it just pours out like rain. It's so good. So yes. I'm glad that you brought that up and you brought him up because just a tremendous, uh, in, just to be able to sit under him and learn is tremendous. And also for you, you know, mm-hmm. just being able to have a call and really, you know, really express yourself. I like the imagery of that glass dome Yeah, and you talking yeah. about that and like, do, you know, do, do you feel like mm. the, the glass dome has shattered a bit are you out out of it now how do you describe life now is it outside of the dome can you still see uh, yeah, it? yeah yeah well I, I, well ever since so i took i did coaching for about um with uh brendan bichard's um company for a little over a year so i had um like the clarity and just just the the development was insane that took place wow. in my life and that dome is I'm happy to say long gone now oh, good. um and yeah it's it was just something it was so frightening it was it was you know because you think you you do everything as you're told you do everything just as how other people have done it too and you think mm. well I, I should be happy. I guess I've mean I've done what they've done and everyone around me's done the same thing and but something just wasn't sitting right and then just that phone call changed my life. Like what are the chances of that even happening? Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. It was yeah, yeah. So that dome is long gone now, thank goodness. <laughs> that is fantastic. Oh That's fantastic. So I just had this really incredible idea. Let's find out about Joy's big idea. Watch what happens up next with Winning Women as we continue our course correction conversation with Kula from Australia. See you soon.
Tune in to find out what happens next. Become a Weird Friend by joining our 24-7 community, featuring blogs, forums, and weekly inspiration. Start now by following challenge.courage on Instagram and Facebook. And email us your thoughts, comments, and questions at nofakersinfo at gmail.com. Ciao.